What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here with the Sports Flame or TSF Talk and Extremely Biased Sports with Alex Taboas. It's your boy, Blee. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Rob. How's everyone doing? And it's your boy, Alex Taboas, just like every time. Yeah, so, sure. So welcome to our, our very first annual mock draft. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. And real quick, Rob will explain the rules. Yes, sir. Welcome to the yeah 2020 TSF and EBS first round mock draft. So we're going to do a mock draft, not like... It's not going to be based on, like, what we would, like, necessarily do if we were the GMs of these teams, but it's based on what, what we think is going to happen. So we're basically, like, predicting um, what will happen in, in this year's first round. And there's going to be no trades in this mock draft. And, yes, uh, Alex is going to pick first. I'm going to pick second. Brandon's picking third. And then we're going to keep going in the same order. Yep, so without further ado, uh, Alex, you want to start us off with the first overall pick from Cincy? All right, guys, with the first overall pick in the 2020 EBS Cross TSF Talk draft, I have Joe Burrow going to the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, this is pretty much like a really easy pick for all of us. I mean, Joe Burrow had like one of the greatest seasons like of college football history with 60 touchdowns and obviously winning the national champion, so there's not really much to say, but like, the Bengals are pretty much like a dying franchise, and they need something like pump excitement into them. This is something I've been saying for a while now. But, like, yeah, dude, like, I really can't see them going any other way like <laughs> than drafting Joe Burrow. What do you guys think? Yeah, you can go, Brandon. Okay. Yeah, bro, I, lo- I, I think this is definitely the, the only route they can go here with the first overall pick. Um, I feel like they're, they're in need of a, of a face of a franchise. I feel like Burrow is that guy for them, can be that guy for them. They need a quarterback. He's from Ohio. I feel like that's the that's the exact the perfect guy for them in this situation. I feel like he'll get them start getting them back on track. He'll be that leader for that franchise going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I, like I think that's the pick too. If I were if I was picking first, I would do the same thing. I just think I I just really think it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, he's a like like you both said he's a winner and just won the national championship. He's from Ohio. Um, Cincinnati, yeah, like like Brandon said, they're trying to find the face of the franchise. So. Yeah, I think, I think Burrow will be the pick at uh, number one. Yeah. All right, guys. You guys can go ahead with the second pick. All right. All right, Rob. All right. So, with the second pick in the, in the TSF and EBS um, first-round mock draft, the Washington Redskins select Chase Young, defensive end, out of the Ohio State University. What do you guys think about it? All right. So, like, what I think, honestly, is, like, even though Joe Burrow is going number one, I think Chase Young is the best player in the draft. Like, at least, like, the player that's going to have the best immediate impact is, like, I mean, for the Redskins, they just need players that can come in and, like, really affect their team right now, especially with a guy like Ron Rivera, who's, like, a defensive-minded head coach. I think he's going to go with Chase Young all day. And pairing Chase Young with Montez Sweat and Landon Collins, that defense could be pretty good in a couple years. What do you think, Brandon? I love this pick Um, for both sides. I feel like this could be a good situation for Chase Young playing under Ron Rivera, who's a, a, a defensive-minded head coach. So I feel like that, that could be good for him. For Washington, I love the pick because their defense is getting stronger now. Like you said, pairing him with Montez Sweat um, could be great going forward for their future. He's Like you said also, he's probably the best player overall in this draft. So I feel like going, num- going with him at number two for Washington is a, is a no-doubter. Like, that's definitely what I think is going to happen. Yeah, so, yeah, basically, yeah, like, yeah, I picked Chase Young because I, I, I think, like, it's going to happen, no doubt about it. Yeah, and I think if Burrow, like, you never know, if Burrow wouldn't have won the national championship, Chase Young might be the first pick by the Bengals. So, 
Yeah, and just say a couple of, like, things about him. He had 16 and a half sacks this year. He led the country. Um, and then, yeah, I, I want to see him in, in Washington because they, they already have some young studs on the D-line. Yeah, like like Alex said, uh, they have Monte Sweater, uh, but they also have Jonathan Allen from Alabama, Deron Payne from Alabama. Those are two young defensive linemen. I'm really – like, I'm, I'm big fans of both of them. So, I, I think with Ron Rivera and this young defensive line – like Washington could be building something nicer. Yeah. And like you said, 16 and a half sacks, six forced fumbles. I mean, the guy's just a beast, bro. Like he's definitely the best player. And I feel like at number two, that's the way they have to go. Right. Also, bro, he's huge, man. Six, five, 265 pounds. Yeah. Dude, the guy's like an athletic freak, bro. I think he's, I think <laughs> he could honestly like change like Washington for the better. Yeah. All right, Brandon, I think you're up for the third pick. Yes, sir. All right. With the third overall pick, the Detroit Lions select Jeffrey Okuda, cornerback from The Ohio State University. Um, the reason I'm going with Okuda, I feel like the Lions have a lot of needs on their defense, but I feel the most glaring one is at cornerback, especially after they traded Darius Layaway. So I feel like Okuda is definitely the best corner in, in the draft. He had nine pass deflections last year, three interceptions, two forced fumbles. I mean, the guy's just phenomenal. I feel like he fits in right where they need him in Detroit. So that's why I took him with the third overall pick. What do you guys think? I think it's actually, like, a really good pick, especially because, like, they signed um, Desmond Trufant. And Trufant, the thing is, he has an injury history, but he could be, like, a really good mentor for, for Akuda. So I think, um, honestly, the, the kind of, like, pick, like, rumors about that, they might pick Tua between the Lions and the Redskins. I think that's all kind of, like, smoke screens. I don't really think these teams have any interest. They're just trying to, like, force teams like the Dolphins to trade up so they can right. trade down and get more picks. Yeah, so I, I agree with that. That's really good. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think that'll be the pick at number three. Uh, Okuda's, uh, a lot of people have him ranked as the number one corner in the draft. Um, yeah, like like you guys said, like, they, they just lost Darius Slay. Um, yeah, and Okuda, I've watched his tape, and I, I really like him. I, I feel he'll be, like, an impact player right away. Like, he's ready for the NFL, like, no doubt about it. And I, I do think he's a pick, but then, like, sometimes it's, like, you hear so many rumors and, like, you don't know what to believe. But, I, like, at the end of the day, I think he'll be the pick at number three. Yeah. A lot of rumors are also saying that the Lions could go Derek Brown with the third pick. But I just feel like they need a cornerback more than anything else. And I feel like Okuda's a great player. And like you said, he, he, you could plug him in and play him right away. So I feel like that's why he would fit in. Yeah, definitely. The Lions need the help right now. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> They're another team with the Bengals that have nothing going for them. <laughs> all right Alex uh hit us with the fourth pick all right with the fourth overall pick I have the Giants taking Jedrick Wills this isn't the pick I'd personally make but I think this is the pick the, the Giants are going to take I think um obviously it's a pretty safe pick and I think um after last year with um Daniel Jones there they really need to like protect him and that's kind of like their focus because like the last couple of years Eli Manning was kind of just like a punching bag for them so I think <laughs> By a lot of people, Jedrick Wills is kind of like the best offensive lineman in the draft. I know that there's been like a lot of like surges lately, which we'll talk about um, the guy that's been surging lately and <laughs> lately um, later. But um, this is a pretty good pick. I mean, he went to Alabama, so obviously the guy for the last three years has been pass blocking, but obviously they, they probably picked him up to be a run blocker. But the guy's huge, 6'4", 312 pounds. He did good in the, in the, in the combine and like, He's overall really talented. I know um, the NFL comparison for him is Jason Peters, and that's like that's if you're getting compared wow. to him, that's like a really good comparison. What do you guys? Oh, think? for sure. Uh, I love I love the pick. 
I feel like that's definitely a position of need for the Giants. They need to protect their, their franchise quarterback in Daniel Jones and go building up that O-line for Saquon Barkley as well. So I like the pick. Um, personally, I think Isaiah Simmons was like another name being talked about for the Giants, and I feel like they could use him as well. But I can't blame the pick here. They need, they need O-line guys, and I feel like Jedrick Wills is a great player. So I like the pick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I really love this um, pick. I'm never a big offensive line guy, but like I'm, I'm big on a lot of guys this year, and specifically like Jedrick Wills. I watch his highlight tape. I, I love this guy. He's a beast, consistent. He was obviously a winner at Alabama. Um, but yeah, I love the pick, and I know like I do love Isaiah Simmons, but I, I feel that Jedrick Wills will make more of like he'll make an immediate impact. Like I love Simmons, but I don't know like. Some defensive coordinators have to figure out how they're going to fit in Simmons to their defense. So I feel Wills would be, like, the, the safer pick. Um, but I, I could also see Simmons going. But, yeah, I, do th- I, I love this pick, though. Wills to the Giants. Yeah. Like I said, that like, personally, this isn't the pick I'd make because I'd go for Simmons, too. But, yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense when a lot of teams, like, um, are, like, rebuilding. They kind of rebuild from the lines out. And the thing is the Giants picked um, – Daniel Jones last year, so they already have their franchise quarterback, or at least who they think is. So yeah. they're probably gonna try and find somebody to protect him this year because last year he's kind of on the run a lot, and he got hurt last year. So yeah, yeah, for Saquon too, it's perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the pick. So Rob, next pick. Yes, sir. All right, so with the fifth pick in the TSF and EBS uh, first first round mock draft, the Dolphins select Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback, Alabama. Uh, I think this has been a rumor for, like, way too long. I think it's going to happen. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, there's no way that, like, Tua and the Dolphins have been connected for way too long for this not to happen. If Tua's there at five, I believe he's the pick. Like, I believe he's plan A. He's obviously my favorite quarterback in the draft. I wanted him for ever since I saw him his freshman year in that national championship game. Um, I'm very high on him. I believe in him. Uh, this is a perfect situation. We have a veteran in Fitzpatrick to give Tua a year to get healthy. But, but yeah, I think Tua is a pick here. That's what I'm feeling. What do you guys think? Um, <laughs> I know I don't really have to talk, but, like, this is the pick <laughs> I've been wanting for forever, man. I love Tua. Um, I know there's a lot of reports coming out this last week about his, um, his Wonderlook score. And even though, like, that, uh, some people do value that a lot, um, there's other ways to make up for the intelligence. And, like, that's a really, like, general test. So, maybe, like, he just did bad on it. You never know. Maybe he's not a good test taker. But, dude, that's the guy, bro. And I, I really think we can really build around him and he can lead us to the Super Bowl one day. So, I love that pick. Yes, sir. What do you think, Brent? Bro, I love the pick. I feel like, as a Dolphins fan, that's who I want to see as a franchise quarterback. Um, I love Tua. He's a great player, obviously. Um, I know there's injury concerns there, but I feel like the, the potential is so much greater than the risk right now. And I feel like we need a quarterback. Like, we definitely need one. So I feel like Tua could be the guy for us. And I know, like, Alex mentioned the, the test that he scored kind of low on. But when you watch, like, like, film, you see him making reads that, like, a lot of other quarterbacks don't make. Like, he'll be looking one way, and then, like, the next second, he'll look the other way, like, across the field and make a pass, and, like, it's perfect. So I feel like he has good instincts, and I feel like, that's a, that's a perfect player for us, like, going forward as a franchise quarterback. So, I love the pick. No, yeah, He's I love what you, what you said about, like, yeah, he has great instincts. And, yeah, I think he has high IQ. Like, that, that test doesn't really, like, like, I told you guys on the group chat the other day, like, that doesn't really, like, impact, like, how I feel about, about these prospects. But, 
Yeah, I think Tua's the guy number five. Like, I just think it's, like, meant to be. Yeah, same. And the thing is, like, I remember, like, the, the, his first touchdown pass the year after he won the national championship. Like, I, I, I remember, like, perfectly. He, like, spun around and threw it, like, off his back leg. Dude, and he was a touchdown pass. That was crazy. And, like, any guy that can make that throw, like, <laughs> should be, like, in the NFL for sure. And the fact that he's dropping down to five to me is, like, a, like is a huge question mark. But I'll take it, man. I'm a huge Dolphins fan, so <laughs> let's go. Oh, yeah, if he lands to us, it's all worth it, bro. Let him go to five. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, Brandon, you're up. Chargers. All right. For the sixth overall pick in the NFL draft, I got the Los Angeles Chargers selecting uh, Justin Herbert, quarterback <laughs> from Oregon. Um, I feel like definitely the, the, two, the top two quarterbacks in the draft are gone at this point, Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. So I feel like the Chargers will go Justin Herbert because they need a quarterback. Right now, their, their quarterback is Tyrod Taylor, who's not a bad quarterback, but he's not the, the face of the future going forward. So I feel like Herbert gives them um, their quarterback of the future. He's a great player. He's a good player, and I feel like he's a solid option for them. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I think, like, personally, I agree with you. I think, like, Herbert's going to be a member of the Chargers. I wouldn't – I feel he's a little overrated. I, like, I do like him, but I don't feel he he, like, he should be picked in. But I, I do think it's going to happen. And he did have a – he had a good college career. Like, it's not like he had a bad college career. Like, he did he, – he, he got a lot of wins with Oregon. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's going to be the pick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in a scenario where, like, obviously it hasn't happened yet, and I, I'm not even sure if it's going to happen, and there's any chance of it happening, but if, like, the Chargers signed Cam Newton or something like that, I, I don't think this would happen, but well, this is probably the pick that's going to happen because, like, it, there's really been, like, no indication that they're going to sign him. So I think they're obviously going to draft a quarterback now and just let Tyrod start for one for one um, year and have him sit on the bench. He came out and said himself. He doesn't think he's ready to start yet. Probably needs a year of, like, development and just, like, learning the offense. And who knows? Maybe they have the quarterback for the future in the sixth pick. That's a really cool idea to have. A lot of excitement for the Chargers coming up now. All right, All right. so I think I'm up at seven. Yeah, Carolina. All right. So with the seventh overall pick, I'm drafting Isaiah Simmons. I mean, this is a guy that obviously, like Brandon said, could go as high as four. So he's obviously extremely valuable. But the Panthers just lost um, Luke Keekley this last offseason. And obviously that was like, probably a top 10, top 10 inside linebacker of all time. He's obviously great. So they need someone to replace that. And I think Isaiah Simmons can be that guy. Like we talked about last week, he's extremely versatile. The guy can literally play anywhere in the defense, safety, linebacker, defensive line. The guy could be put anywhere. And I think when you're trying to rebuild the team, you could really like take advantage of those guys and like plug in holes that like you wouldn't think that they'd be able to. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, like, I personally, I, I love that pick. I feel Simmons falls to Carolina at seven. That's a hu- huge steal. Like, this guy's incredible. Like I said on, on our, our draft analyst uh, episode, I said uh, he's Mr. Do-It-All. You literally, you could put him at safety, you could put him in the nickel, you could put him at linebacker, you could uh, put him at edge rusher. This guy does it all. Carolina is building something good there with some young pieces with a, a young coach and Matt Rule. I think that'll be – like, a hell of a pick for, for Carolina. Yeah, it's yeah I, like the, I like the – Oh, go. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, I like the pick here for Carolina, especially at number seven. Um, I think Isaiah Simmons, like like I said before, is a great player. He's super versatile. Um, 
and and uh, what I've heard from Avril is like he, he likes uh he likes to have like a, a quick defense, so a lot of like speedy guys. And I feel like Isaiah Simmons is as quick as it gets at linebacker. Potential to play safety as well, but I feel like he's a great talent and a great value pick at number seven. So I love the pick and. And this way, you know, Carolina goes building up their defense of the future with Isaiah, Sem with Isaiah Simmons at the helm. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm actually looking at his combine results right now. The guy runs a 4-3-9, which is, like, insanely fast for a linebacker. Dude, the guy's, like, a <laughs> freak a athlete. Guy. Yeah. yeah, he's 6'4". Yeah. You don't find that everywhere. So I think this is actually, like, a huge steal by the Panthers. Uh, for sure. I agree. It's a, for real, it's a huge steal. All right, Rob, you got number eight. Yes, sir. All right, number eight overall, have the Cardinals you. I have three guys on my list right here. Um, let's see what I do. Um, let's see. Okay, with the eighth pick in the TSF and EBS first round mock draft 2020, the Arizona Cardinals select. This, this is a tough one. I have a couple of guys here that I could easily see being picked <laughs> by them. I just, I don't know if they're going, yeah, they're picking on the defensive side or the offensive side. Yeah, I definitely think I know what three you're talking about. <laughs> it was really tough, but ah, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Derek Brown here, defensive line, uh, Auburn. This guy's a a complete beast. I feel he'll be a great pick at number eight for Arizona because I could actually see him going to Detroit at three. So I feel he'll be a steal here at eight. Arizona already has some young pieces on the offensive side of the ball, and obviously like some vets and Hopkins and Fitz, and now uh. Getting a guy like Derrick Brown uh, to, to, like, really, you know, like, really run that D-line. He, he's a young player. He dominated at Auburn in the best conference in football, the SEC. So, yeah, Derrick Brown to the Cardinals. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, the Brown, the Cardinals have, like, pretty much, like, a really bad, like, defense all around. Let's be honest here. I mean, Patrick Pearson didn't play most of the year last year, but he's still there. And then they have Chandler Jones, who... Is obviously like always in the like amongst the top and in, in sacks. He's so having a guy like Derek Brown there could make like a huge difference. And the fact that he's dropping down like this low is like huge. Like this just shows how deep this draft is because the guy's a beast. Bro, imagine Jones and uh and Derek Brown in that D line. That's nice, bro. Yeah. All right, Brandon, bro, what I, do you think? I love the pick here. Um, I feel like like you said, Arizona. It's a tough pick because I feel like they do need help, like offensively at the with the O line. They, they need to protect Kyler Murray, but I feel like defensively they need they need a lot of help as well. So, like going with Derek Brown, he's a he's a freak. That guy's phenomenal. Um, he's super quick, like for for a D lineman. Um, I love this pick. I feel he's great. So, I, yeah, it's a solid pick for my in my opinion. Yeah, like you guys have both mentioned, this is like a pick that can literally go anyway. They can go offensive lineman. Um, Kyler Murray is like <laughs> um, campaigning for them to pick CD Lamb. Yeah, like, he was one of my guys. I had <laughs> pick a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I figured that you had um, Derek Brown, um, CD Lamb, and um, one of the tackles or yeah, one of the Tristan offensive Wirth, linemen. Tristan Wirth. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like this is a pick that could literally go anywhere, and this could honestly be like a huge like pick for other teams in the draft. Like just yeah, seeing who they take. Yeah, it can make an yeah a huge impact on what other teams do. No, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brandon, you're up. He was Alex's Jaguars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. With the ninth overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Javon Kinlaw, a de defensive lineman from South Carolina. Um, I, I'm taking Kinlaw because Rob actually took my pick from Der of Derrick Brown right <laughs> before me. So 
I feel uh, Ken Law's the next best uh, defensive lineman in, in this draft. And I feel like the Jaguars have a lot of holes to fill, like, on the defense all around. They lost Calais Campbell, um, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Bouye. So I feel like they have a lot of, a lot of holes to fill, but I feel like Ken Law has a lot of potential going forward. He had six sacks last year, um, two, two fumble recoveries. The guy's really good. Like, watching his film, he's super quick and athletic. So that's why I love him here going to Jacksonville to reestablish their defense going forward. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Rob. All right. Yeah, honestly, bro, like, I love this pick. Like, I, I love both, like, Derek Brown and Javon Kinlaw. I feel Kinlaw uh, going to hopefully starting a new, the next generation of Saxonville. That'll be nice to see. Um, obviously, yeah, they lost Calais Campbell, like you said. One of the best uh, defensive linemen in the, in, the, in the league out of the U. I got to mention that. <laughs> but, yeah, I love this pick of Kinlaw here to the Jags. I could definitely, like, see the Jaguars doing this. Like, at this pick, I had them. Yeah, either going D-line or corner. So, I love this pick. And I feel Kinlaw is underrated. Yeah. I mean, for the Jaguars, let's be honest here, they've lost everybody from that, like, AFC championship defense. And Yannick Ngakwe is on his way out. And to pair Kinlaw with Josh Allen, that's going to be a pretty, like, good defensive line. That could be make a huge difference for them. Oh, I yeah. still think they have so yep. many holes. But, yeah, like, I, I think I've mentioned this before where I think they, they're kind of going to give Gardner Minshew a year. Yeah. Kind of, like, see whether or not he could be the franchise quarterback. And if anything, then they're going to end up with, like, one of the top picks next year to pick a quarterback. So, yeah, I think that's pick that's probably going to happen. If it's not right. Ken Law, it's probably going to be Derek Brown. It's one of the two. Right, right. And, and ju just to give you guys an idea of how, how much of a beast this guy is, he's 6'6", 310. Wow. <laughs> you guys, like, incredible. So, yeah, I feel like, like you guys said, he, that, him, pairing him with Josh Allen going forward, like, that's a bright future in Jacksonville. Hopefully they get back to that point of b competing for championships. So. Yeah, I'm going to start. Let's start it here. Next-gen Saxonville. Next-gen <laughs> Saxonville. <laughs> yeah, man. So the jersey stays. <laughs> Bro. Right. So, so I'm up next. I'm picking 10 for the Browns. Yeah. Um, I have them taking Tristan Wirfs. This is actually a pick that I was kind of going back and forth with. And like I had said, like, this is a name that kind of came out of nowhere for me. But after doing, like, further investigation, like, this is the guy that – that clearly has a lot more upside than Andrew Thomas. Even though Andrew Thomas was, like, a really big, like, three-year starter in – um Yeah, Georgia. In, yeah, Georgia. Um, this guy just is, like, an athletic monster from what I'm telling you. And, like, like we mentioned, like, um, Jason Peters being the other guy's um, – um, Comparison, yeah. Comparison. His is Brian Beluga, which isn't <laughs> – is pretty good, too. So, this guy's 6'5", 320. Yeah, yeah dude, this guy is a monster. And just, like, he's really quick. He's athletic. And – he can really change an offensive line. So for the Browns, that's what they need help with. They need to protect Baker Mayfield. Um, the thing is, like, they have a lot of holes, and I could have seen them taking, like, Derek Brown or Ken Law if they get him down some too. But in a situation where they don't have any of those guys available to him, I do think they'll take Wirfs, and they'll, like, add to their offensive line because that's a huge problem for them last year. Yes, what do you guys sir. think? All right. Yeah, I like this pick. Obviously, it's, uh, it's, it can obviously happen. Like, I believe it can happen. Um, yeah, Worfs is a guy, like, I've heard about him for a while, because a lot of, like, I, I like a lot of the draft um, experts and stuff on NFL Network, and a lot of them have been really, like, high on him, so I've gotten to, like, watch his highlights, and, yeah, I really like him. I feel it'll be a perfect uh, pick for Cleveland to protect their, their, franchi their franchise quarterback in Baker Mayfield, and their franchise running back in uh, Nick Chubb, so, yeah, I think it's a great pick, and I, I, I really think it can happen. Yeah, 
I agree. I agree with you guys both here. Um, I feel like Wurfs is a great pick for for Cleveland because they do need to build up that O line, which which so far is looking better this off season. They signed Jack Conklin from Tennessee. Now they're drafting a guy in uh, what was it Tristan Wurfs? My yeah, bad. <laughs> Yeah, to 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 establish their offensive line, so it's going to be huge for Baker Mayfield going forward. And I, and I feel like this offense really has a chance to take a huge step forward this year, especially with the addition of Austin Hooper as well. So I love the pick here. Yeah, last year they had weapons, but they didn't really have the protection for him. And this guy is like a huge athlete too. This guy, he um he's a two-time state champion in um shot put and discus throw. He's a wrestling champion. The guy plays all types of sports, so obviously this is a guy you want to have on your team. He's obviously aggressive. So, athlete, yeah, this would be a really good pick for them. All right. So with the 11th pick in the TSF and EBS first round mock draft 2020, I have the New York Jets selecting my favorite wide receiver in this class, Jerry Judy, Alabama. Damn it. So the, wow. the reason I have Judy going here, in my opinion, he's the best receiver in the draft. And the Jets obviously – have a big-time need at receiver. They just lost uh, their number one receiver, and Robbie Anderson. I feel Judy going here would be perfect for them. Um, he's, yeah, my favorite receiver in college. I've been watching him since his days in high school here in uh, – he's from Pompano here. No, not – yeah, I think Pompano. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I really think this is realistic. I think that the Jets could pair him up here with Sam Darnold, and that will be an amazing uh, – uh, they could form an amazing duo. For, for years to come. What do you guys think? Uh, go ahead, Bren. I love the pick here. Um, I feel like they definitely need receiver help, um, and, like for the Jets, to, uh, to pair with Sam Darnold um, going forward. And, I, and like you said, like Jerry Judy is probably my favorite wide receiver in the draft as well. Um, he's definitely the best route runner. And this guy's like a beast. 1,163 yards last year, 10 touchdowns. He's a great player, uh, my, probably my favorite receiver, and I feel like he's going to help, you know, New York tremendously, especially Sam Darnold. So hopefully they, 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 they have a good system going there and, and it works out for them. Yeah, bro. I, I actually had, um, had Jerry Judy with my next pick. I, I thought he'd make it to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this would be a great pick for the Jets. Honestly, I don't say a lot of good things about the Jets. But um, <laughs> if they really want to give um, Sam Darnold a shot, they need to get him some help because the guy has actually no help. And even though Robbie Anderson was his number one last year, I mean, let's be honest, Robbie Anderson is more of a deep threat. He's not really a number one. I think this gives him a legitimate number one option, and then they can really evaluate Sam Darnold based on this year. So that'd be a really good pick. He's a really good player. He probably, in the middle of last season, like I mentioned last time, he was mentioned as one of the best players in the draft. Could be possibly the best. So the fact that he dropped a 13, like, (laughs) he dropped a 11. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a steal. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, oh yeah, next pick. Brandon. Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> oh, baby. All right. Give me a second here. Um, yeah, like like Alex said, Robert took my pick because I was going to go with Jerry Judy here. <laughs> Bro, we all um, had Jerry Judy three, three but picks in a row. With the 12th pick in the NFL. <laughs> but with the 12th pick in the NFL draft, I got the Las Vegas Raiders selecting. C.D. Lamb, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Um, I feel like the Raiders need wide receiver help, which is why I was going to go with Jerry Judy before uh, Robert really interrupted uh, my, my selection. <laughs> but uh, but, <laughs> but, but C.D. Lamb is a beast, and, and many are even picking him to be like the top wide receiver in the draft. 
Um, people are even comparing him to DeAndre Hopkins, which is an amazing <laughs> comparison because yeah. Hopkins like one of the top wide receivers in the league. And and just to show you, like Lamb had a thousand three hundred twenty-seven yards last year, fourteen touchdowns. This guy's like phenomenal. I feel like he's gonna be huge in, in in Las Vegas with whoever they go with that quarterback, whether that's Derek Carr, Mariota, or if they end up drafting someone else like Jordan Love. I feel he's a great receiver for them going forward, and and that's why I picked him. So what do you guys think? Hey, you can go, Alex. You go ahead. Okay, so um, with CD Lamb, CD Lamb's obviously a really good pick, and like you mentioned, that a lot of teams, a lot of um. Like media outlets have him as the like the best wide receiver in the draft. CBS has him like above Jerry Judy too. So like really these guys are kind of interchangeable. And yeah, I think this guy is a really good pick and really could help give Derek Carr some help. The most he's help he's had since um pretty much his MVP candidate year. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. I really like this picture. I I obviously think it could happen. Um, the Raiders obviously like like Alex just said they need a lot of help <laughs> at receiver. They ha- they've needed help for a while now. Um, C.D. Lamb looks like he, yeah, like you said, uh, Brandon, he's compared to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, yeah, I think him, Judy, like Henry Ruggs, these guys could be all pro uh, wide receivers. He'll be a great, um, like, number one option for Derek Carr, my boy Derek Carr in uh, Vegas. So, yeah, I think this will be, a, like, the perfect first pick for, for the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be a really good pick for the Raiders. They need hope. <laughs> yeah, for sure. To say the least. All right, all right, Alex. Yeah, you, you got, got your next? Niners, boy. All right. With the 13th oh. pick, I have the 49ers <laughs> taking Henry Ruggs. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I was, a, I was a little bit sad when Jerry <laughs> Judy went. I, I thought Brandon would take Henry Ruggs. But Henry Ruggs. <laughs> I, I was debating it, bro. I was debating it. It was tough. <laughs> yeah. Henry Ruggs falling to the 49ers actually be kind of like a – even though Jerry Judy might be the better receiver, Henry Ruggs actually might be the better fit. If you look at Kyle Shanahan's kind of like um, like his past when he's picking wide receivers, he likes these smaller, speedy guys. And especially, like, you look at Debo Samuel. He picked Emmanuel Sanders last year. Um, he likes these type of receivers. And this guy is, like, <laughs> this guy's super fast. And last year he had a huge year. So this would be a really cool thing to see on the, the 49ers. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, like, I love the pick there. I obviously think uh, this trio right now of, like, receivers going back to back to back, I think it's going to happen. But, yeah, I love Ruggs to the 49ers. Like you said, uh, it's probably going to be, like, a, a perfect fit for Ruggs and for the Niners. Like, Kyle Shanahan, yeah, like you, you said right now, he loves these guys. Um, I think he'll fit in perfectly there. He, he, he did amazing things at Alabama. So, yeah, I love that pick. Yeah, I love the pick as well. Um, they have now two young wide receivers um, going forward in the future with Debo Samuel and Henry Ruggs. I feel like he fits in really well with uh, Kyle Shanahan's system because he's super fast, the, the fastest wide receiver in the draft. Um, so I love the pick here. I feel like he helps fill that void of Emmanuel Sanders leaving um, in the offseason. So, so, yeah, I love the pick here. Um, Henry Ruggs going to San Fran. Love it. Yeah, I know a lot of people say that they're probably going to go defensive lineman to, like, replace um, DeForest Buckner. But I don't see that. I think they need to get Jimmy G some weapons. I mean, <laughs> their defensive line is stacked enough. I don't think they need a – both of that anymore in the 13th pick so um rob you're up next with the 14th pick yes sir all right so i got brady and gronk's buccaneers right now so <laughs> <laughs> with the 14th yeah. pick in the tsf and ebs first round mock draft of 2020 the tampa bay buccaneers select makai beckton offensive lineman louisville um so yeah i do believe tampa is either going beckton or andrew thomas of georgia 
But the reason I picked Beckton is because I believe he, he has, like, according to a lot of people, he has, like, the most upside. And I, I believe he's, like, an, uh, red, an impact-ready player. This guy is 6'7", 369 pounds. We saw how he moved in the combine. This guy is freaking impressive to watch. Like, he, he's just a freak of nature. He's an athlete. I think this would be a perfect pick for Tampa to, to protect Brady. Um, but yeah, I, I love this pick. Like, I think it's like, I think it's meant to be. I think Beckton will be a Buccaneer if he's if he's there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that'd be a really good pick for the Buccaneers. I mean, Brady isn't like, even though Winston isn't the most mobile quarterback, Brady isn't even half as mobile as Winston. So he's just going to be a, a sitting duck in the pocket <laughs> just behind the offensive line like they did last year. So I think they really need to like target that in this draft. Obviously, they also need to get a running back, but getting a running back like with the 14th pick is way too early. So yeah, I think that is the pick that they will make this year. Yeah, I love the pick here for Tampa Bay. I feel like at this point, you do need to uh, help protect Tom Brady because you have him for, for maybe one, two years. So I feel like, what, like whatever time you have him, you got to do your best to, to help him win now. So I feel like Beckham gives him the best chance of doing so. And, and like a lot of analysts were saying, Beckham doesn't have a lot of negative um, game film. Like you don't, see, you don't see him getting beat a lot. And he's probably one of the top offensive linemen in the draft. So I love the pick here for Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'd definitely be a steal of 14. Yeah, like, Brandon, yeah. I, love, I love what you just said. Yeah, like, like the Bucs, they're in win-now mode, obviously, with Brady, like, at the AG's side and, like, on a two-year deal. So, yeah, I like, I like what you said there. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we got the Broncos. Right. So, <laughs> yep. With the 15th pick in the NFL draft, I got the Denver Broncos selecting T. Higgins, wide receiver from Clemson. I'm going with T. Higgins because I feel like the Broncos need a wide receiver more than anything else right now. Um, and obviously, the top three wide receivers are already gone at this point. Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, and CeeDee Lamb. But I still feel like T. Higgins could be a, a, great, a great asset for them right now because they need help um, for Drew Locke and to help pair with Cortland Sutton going forward. And I feel like T. Higgins gives them that. He's 6'4", 215 at wide receiver. So he has a great build. And he, I think he was really solid for Clemson. So what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, Alex, here you go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Broncos, like, let's be honest here. After they traded Emmanuel Sanders last year, their their second wide receivers were pretty much, like, inadequate, let's be honest here. And Cortland Sutton, like, um, struggled as a result of it because even though he was getting more targets, like, teams were able to double-team him on that side of the field. So I really think they need to target the wide receiver position. Obviously, there's been rumors this past week about them trading up to draft a wide receiver. So, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I do think they're going to be taking wide receiver in the draft, though. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really like this, this pick. Yeah, I do think it'll be a receiver. It, it could definitely be uh, T. Higgins. This guy is, uh, I think he's underrated. Uh, obviously, it's because, like, the stud, uh, stud wide receivers in this class. But, yeah, T. Higgins, I watched him all his years in Clemson. Yeah, something I really, like, that stands out to me. He's really consistent. Um, you can, like, really count on him. He has great hands. Yeah, like you said, he's a big guy. I think him and Cortland Sutton would be one of the best young wide receiver duels in all of football. And they'll help out my boy uh, Drew Locke there in Denver and make that, that offense even better. So, yeah, I love the pick here, and I, I definitely can see it happening. Yeah, Rob, like you said, like, it's true. That, like, probably in this draft, he's being overlooked because of all the, like, studs at the top. So it's, it's yeah. true that he, he's being slept on and this guy's like really good. And it's, it's actually funny how he said also like that's been four wide receivers we've taken in a row, I think, or five. 
So it's pretty crazy, like how how deep this wide receiver class is. For real, no, yeah, it's like a historic class of uh, receivers, bro. It's a bunch of studs. All right, guys. So during these tough times we're going through right now, we could all use something sweet in our lives, and thanks to Vicky Bakery, uh, this can happen. Yeah, Vicky's keeping all their stores open um, during these tough situations and tough times. All locations will be open from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. And they are taking all the necessary precautions to ensure everyone's safety. Vicky's also offering curbside uh, pickup right now. You just have to call and place your order over the phone. And uh, when, you, when you arrive at the bakery, the, an attendant will, will bring your order outside to you. So that's very convenient. In addition to curbside pickup, you can also do delivery from Vicky Bakery. You can find them on all your favorite third-party delivery services, such as Uber Eats and Postmates. Um, and each delivery service is also taking the necessary precautions to ensure everyone's safety. So you have nothing to worry about. And remember, uh, Vicky is also offering nationwide shipping for pastelitos de guayaba and pastelito de, de queso, which is guava pastries and cheese pastries. And you could order these nationwide on vickybakery.com. So make sure to check that out too. In addition, during these tough times, we know the importance of family and staying connected with your friends as well. So that's why Vicky is doing something called virtual Vicky parties, um, just to make sure everyone's time at home is a little bit better. So basically, if you're celebrating a birthday, anniversary, or just need a reason to call up your friends, set up your virtual Vicky party and tag them on, on, on their social medias. And lastly, a message from Vicky Bakery. We hope you all stay safe and, and together we will get through this. So, and make sure to follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Vicky Bakery and also uh, like their page on Facebook, Vicky Bakery. Guess sweet it is. All right. So with the 16th pick, I have the Falcons taking CJ Henderson. There's actually a guy that you've heard a lot of like rumors of like the, the Falcons want to trade up to pick him. So like, obviously the interest is there. The Falcons defense is pretty terrible. Let's be honest here. And they just got rid of Vic Beasley who led the league in sacks a couple of years ago, but obviously he was declining. So it was a good move on their part. But I think they're trying to rebuild that defense. And I think adding C.J. Henderson from Florida, that could be a huge step in the right direction. Because the guy has been, like, flying up mock draft boards lately because of his performance in the combine. And just a lot of teams are interested in him. He's a really good corner prospect. And I just want to know what you guys think about the pick. Yeah, I honestly, yeah, like, I, I just talked to you <laughs> before you said the pick. And, yeah, this was my prediction. Like, I, I think the Falcons are, are going to pick C.J. Henderson. Um, I, I like the pick. Like, I'm a fan of him. He's obviously a, a Miami boy. Went to Columbus. Uh, he was a Gator. He, he's a, an athletic and lengthy corner. I think he had, like, he, I, the only thing that scared, like, kind of worries me is that I, I feel he's going to pick too high. He's going to get picked too high. Like, I don't feel, I feel it would be better for him if you were, like, a second-round pick because, like, you wouldn't have to, like, immediately be, like a, like, a number one or number two corner. So I hope that doesn't like stunt his like development, but like overall, I, I do like I agree with you. I think this is gonna be the pick for Atlanta. Yeah, I like the pick here. Um, like Rob said, um, so basically after Jeff Okuda, a lot of people are saying C.J. Henderson could be the next best corner in this draft. So I even have him maybe, or I've seen like him going even as high as number nine to Jacksonville. So I feel like here at uh, at sixteen to Atlanta is a great pick for both sides, because then like Rob said, he doesn't have a lot of pressure going forward because he still needs like a little bit of work but he's a great corner and Atlanta needs help on the defense so I feel like CJ Henderson is a great pick at 16. Yeah he has good size he's 6'1 he's 204 he and he's a he's really fast he's 439 in the thing that's the same um, speed as um, Isaiah Simmons actually that we talked about earlier so I think this guy's gonna be a pretty good replacement for Desmond Trufant um 
he might need a little bit of help at the beginning. Obviously, I think um, besides Denzel Ward, let's be honest here, a lot of corners take a while to like get their footing in the NFL. For sure. Kind of get taken advantage at first. But nothing can be worse than what Atlanta's done in the past defense the last couple of years. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's a really good pick for the Falcons, let's be honest here. All yeah. right, Rob, you're up next. Who you got? All right, yes, sir. All right, so with the 17th pick in the TSF and EBS first round mock draft of 2020, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys select Kayvon Chason, a defensive end, LSU. Um, I I felt this for since either la- no actually last week I've really like believed that this is going to be the pick for the Cowboys here. Um, I'm a big fan of this guy, and he has he's not even close to his like. Like what? What he could be? You know what I mean? He's not even close to that. Like I, I'm a big fan of Chaseon. Um, he has speed, quickness, ability to finish, quick moves, and I've seen a lot of highlights where he has actually the ability to like, like so he lines up as an edge rusher and then he stunts back yeah. to the inside and rushes as like a, a from the inside. So I, I think that's really impressive. And yeah, overall, I I think this is what Dallas is gonna do here. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, like you said, like, I mean, Dallas needs help on the defense. Last year, the defense really struggled. And part of it, let's be honest, Demarcus Lawrence didn't play up to par last year. But um, if you get him some help with, like, Caleb on, um, Jason, that'd be really good help on the, off the edge and could probably open up things for them. They obviously have a really talented defense with Jalen Smith. Um, damn, I forgot the other linebacker's name. That's, he's nasty, too. Yeah, Leighton Van Der Leighton Van Der yeah. And then they yeah, have um, Demarcus Lawrence. Obviously, they don't have Byron Jones anymore. Shout out to my Yeah. <laughs> up, baby. But, yeah, they need to make some moves in the defense because their offense wasn't the problem last year. Let's be honest here. Yeah, meanwhile, Rob is stunting his Dolphin shirt that he's wearing right now. But Always. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the pick for the Cowboys. Uh, I, I, I like what Alex said. You know, pairing him with the Marcus Lawrence, I feel like it would be great because um, then you have two great edge rushers. And I feel like, It'll help that Demarcus Lawrence be more explosive and and help him out as well. So I I love Chason. He's a great prospect. Um, a lot of people say he's he's like a fastball. He's like explosive off off the edge. Um, he had 60 tackles, six and a half sacks last year at, at LSU. Uh, I love the pick here for for Dallas. And I yeah, they they need help on defense. So it's a great pick for them. And I, I love what both of you guys just said. Like him and Lawrence, like to have each of them on your like as your edge rushers, that'd be really nice. For that. Like I would love to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, Brandon, you got the fins now, boy. Yep. All right, <laughs> so the second pick for the Dolphins here at 18, um, we already took Tua with the fifth pick, like Robert mentioned earlier. Yeah. So here with the 18th pick, I got the Miami Dolphins selecting Andrew Thomas, yeah, offensive tackle yeah, from the right. University of Georgia. Uh, I'm picking Andrew Thomas because, uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of great offensive linemen in this draft. We've, we've heard names like Tristan Wirfs, um, who yeah, Jedrick Wills. Yeah, exactly. A lot of great offensive linemen taken. But I feel like taking Andrew Thomas here at 18 is a great value pick. I feel like any of these guys could go, you know, anywhere from 1 to 18, to be honest. So I feel like he's a great pick for the Dolphins. Um, we definitely need help on the offensive line, especially now that in this scenario we drafted Tua. So we need to protect our, our franchise quarterback going forward. I feel like he's a great, a great solid pick for us. Um, Andrew Thomas, he's quick on the offensive line. He's a great prospect so what do you guys think yeah like i mean all right yeah I, honestly i love this pick like i would be so happy and the dolphins uh, end up with tua and uh, andrew thomas like and i think this would be like a huge steal because i i believe like andrew andrew thomas could be a like, he could be a top five pick in the draft 
like I'm really high on him. I, like I really believe in him. Uh, and honestly, ever since like Richmond Webb told us that like he that Andrew Thomas stands out to him, that like speaks volumes to me. To hear a legendary like offensive lineman say that, it really like I was like, oh crap! Like Andrew Thomas is a real deal. So I I could definitely see it happening. Like today, I was reading reports that there's a chance the Dolphins uh trade up from 18 to get a guy like Andrew Thomas or Jedrick Wills. So I think it's realistic, and honestly, I love it. <laughs> Andrew Thomas would be a great pick for the Dolphins here. Let's be honest. Um, we need a lot of help on the offensive line, and. I, I had him going as high as actually 10th. I was, <laughs> it wasn't until, like, last minute, like, last second, like, <laughs> I switched to Tristan Wirfs. But being, picking him at 18 would be a great value pick. Um, I don't know where he'd go if you want me to be 100% honest with you, but I'm not 100% sure if he'd make it to 18th. But if he does make it to 18th, the guy is definitely the pick to make for sure. Yes, sir. Love it. Fins up, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we got Las Vegas back on the clock, boys. Yep, 19. Alex, Ooh. all right, what you got? So, um, with the 19th pick, I have the Las Vegas Raiders selecting Patrick Queen, linebacker Oof. from LSU. Love it. Um, the Raiders, I think um, their offense, especially if they got um, a wide receiver early. Um, here we had them, them taking um, C.D. Lamb. But um, I think they need to start working on that defense. And with um, Jonathan Abram back there, and then they have their defensive line pretty much set with um, Max, Max Crosby. And yeah. Cleveland Farrell, yeah. right? Um, they need to start strengthening their corners and their linebacker. But I think in this pick specifically, they're going to target the linebacker position with Patrick Queen. He's obviously a great prospect from LSU. I think in the later half of this first round, we're going to have a lot of LSU players being picked right now. So this yep. wouldn't be a surprise pick to me at all. I know they're between him and Kenneth Murray. And Kenneth Murray has a lingering injury. So I think that kind of gives the edge to Patrick Queen. But yeah, I think this is a great pick for them. Obviously, he has um, experience um, on a winning team. And that could be the right kind of culture for like a locker room. What do you guys think? Yeah, I um, no, yeah, I definitely love this pick. Like Patrick Queen, I, I think he's like an underrated guy in my opinion. He did uh, great things at LSU. Very consistent player. He was the leader of that uh, linebacker court and, and the best team in the country. So and yeah, and, and obviously I could see Gruden and Mike Mayock like taking a guy like Patrick Queen. Um, yeah, so overall, like I, I love the pick. And to get C.D. Lamb and Patrick Queen would be a huge win for the Las Vegas Raiders. Great first draft for Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I like the pick here as well. Um, not only do the Raiders get help on defense with Patrick Queen, uh, especially with the linebacker, which they've needed. Um, so I, I like the pick definitely there. And I also like the pick because um, John Gruden and Mike Mayock uh, have been wanting players from winning coaches. And Patrick Queen just won the, the national championship with LSU. So I feel like he'll fit in perfect there and, and – uh, another young piece for, for that Raiders defense going forward. Yeah, definitely. And um, I know a lot of rumors about them saying that if Jordan loves there when they're on the clock, that they're going to pick him. But I honestly see no reason for that. I think um, they really they, – they, they have um, their car and they signed Marcus Mariota. So you're going to pick um, a quarterback 19th to put him third string. I don't see that happening. So I think Patrick Queen is the most likely. They got rid of Vontez Burfecht, but it was just a distraction there, if you want me to be 100% honest. I wanted to give him another chance, and I thought he had changed a little bit. But the NFL didn't think so, so <laughs> they got rid of him. So I think Patrick Queen could really be a good leader for that defense. All right, so I have the 20th pick now. The Jaguars back on the clock. All right. So yeah, the – Yeah. <laughs> Saxonville. Um, so with the 20th pick in the TSF and EBS 2020 
first round mock draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, LSU. Um, yeah, I really like this pick because uh, the Jaguars already have like um, a young, like a young, really uh, receiver there with a lot of potential in DJ Chark. And I think they'll pair him up with a guy like Justin Jefferson, who is super consistent at LSU. Um, will be a, a perfect like fit for the Jags, and it'll be great for Justin Jefferson as well. Um, yeah, so like, what do you guys think about it? Um, for me, I actually had um Justin Jefferson with one of my next picks. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> same here, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little uh, disappointed right now, but yeah, that'd be a great <laughs> pick for the Jaguars. Um, this guy, any other year would probably would have been like a top two wide receiver in any draft, but like we've said a bunch of times before, it's really? a really deep draft for wide receivers. And this guy was the number one wide receiver on the national championship winning team, so he deserves to go to to. Uh, to a team that needs the help and giving um Gardner Minshew a good weapon there, um who knows what the what that offense could do. For sure, I like the move as well. Taking Justin Jefferson, I feel like he'll be a, another great um young piece, like you said, with DJ Chark in Jacksonville, which will give Gardner Minshew some weapons. And and who knows if if Gardner Minshew's not the guy going forward, then the next young QB will have some nice options going forward. So I feel like that's another great piece to add to Jacksonville, and and hopefully it works out for them. Right, now Philly on the clock. Yeah, now I'm stuck because <laughs> I was thinking Justin Jefferson. Yeah, now, I can see that too. Yeah, yeah and now I'm 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 thinking between two different options here for Philly. Um, but I feel okay. I feel like I feel confident in this decision. <laughs> so, with the 21st overall pick in the TSF and ESB NFL draft, I got the Philadelphia Eagles taking Denzel Mims, wide receiver from Baylor. Um, I'm taking Denzel Mims. I know it might be a little early for some people, but I feel like Philly has a huge need at wide receiver. Um, sure. They have their franchise guy in Carson Wentz at quarterback, but I feel like they've had issues um, with the wide receivers over the last couple of years. I feel like Denzel Mims gives them a great option um, to develop and, and pair with Carson Wentz going forward. What do you guys think? Yeah, Alex, here you go. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good pick. They need a lot of help at wide receiver, and they're really giving Carson Wentz, like, no hope. So I think Denzel Mims, um, even though there's already five wide receivers taken in the first round, um, I do think it's a little bit of a reach, but they need the help. And that's their position of need. So if they think they could win with Denzel Mims and that's their guy, go ahead and take the pick. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like the pick too. I obviously, like, there's no doubt in my head that uh, Philly takes a receiver here. Uh, obviously, like, Denzel Mims is an intriguing uh, prospect. Like, he's really, like, risen up draft, draft boards as of late. And I see a lot of potential in him. Um, he, he's obviously going to be led by, by a great leader in Carson Wentz. So, overall, like, I, I like the pick. And, like, I could see it happening. Yeah, definitely. All right, Alex, 22nd pick. All right, with the 22nd pick, I'm not going to lie, Robert caught me with a little bit of a shocker there when he took Justin Jefferson. So, um, <laughs> what I actually did was because I have the 25th pick, which is also the Vikings. Yeah. So, I kind of switched their picks, and I'll make the decision later. But I think they'll be taking a cornerback in Christian Fulton. Um, Xavier Rhodes was struggling last year, and they, they made a decision to just get rid of him. So, obviously, they need to replace him. And I think Christian Fulton coming from LSU, that could be a huge boost to their defense because last year they were getting killed on that side of the field. So... Getting a guy like him to come in and um, reinvigorate that de that those defensive backs would be huge for this team. What do you guys think? 
I yeah, personally, like uh, I I believe the Vikings are gonna pick uh, Christian Fulton, one of their picks. I think he's a really underrated prospect. Like I, I feel like people are sleeping on him. He did uh, great things at LSU. He was a consistent uh, corner there, and yeah, overall, like I I believe like this this is gonna be one of the guys in the first round. So yeah, so I like that. I like the pick. Yeah, I like the pick as well. Um, I feel like the Vikings do need help at uh, at cornerback with the, and the D backs. Um, like you guys said before, Xavier Rhodes and, and Trey Waynes were both a, a bit underwhelming over the last couple of seasons. So I feel like this definitely gives them another young guy going forward, especially after losing them both. So I feel like it's definitely a position of need for them, and that's a great prospect for them. So I like the pick. Yeah, definitely. All right, Rob, you're up next. 23. All right. Yeah, so with the 23rd pick in the TSF and EBS 2020 first-round mic draft, the New England Patriots select – Cesar Ruiz, center, Michigan. Um, the reason I picked, I have Ruiz going to New England because uh, they obviously just lost their center to Miami. And Ruiz uh, seems like a very coachable guy. On, and off the field, he seems like a great guy to have in your organization. I feel that uh, Belichick would love him. Um, he's a, a Michigan guy. He's very consistent there. He played, uh, he plays center and he plays guard. So he, he has like that versatility that you could use him at, um, at any spot in your O-line. So, yeah, my pick here is Cesar Ruiz to the Patriots. Yeah, I like the pick. I feel like this definitely uh, a guy who, who Belichick and New England will like. Uh, like you mentioned, he's a, high, he's a, a great leader, a high-character guy. So I feel he'll fit in really well there. And especially, like you said, they lost Ted Karras to Miami. Uh, Fins up, by the way. Um, <laughs> so it gives him a, a great <laughs> – You already know, baby. So, yeah, um, Cesar Ruiz gives him a, a, a great young uh, option at center going forward. With, with whoever they, they decide to go with that quarterback, it's a great young option to have there. Yeah, definitely. Especially since they don't have Tom Brady this year, they can't really, um, like, really give Jared Stidham any reason to kind of fail this year. So they really need to be able to protect him. And by drafting Cesar Ruiz, that's exactly what they're doing. So that would be a really good pick for whatever team gets him. Especially Sorry. the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, All right, Brandon, you're up. Oh, man. The Saints. Oh, man, I'm thinking about it now. Hold up. <laughs> I think I'm going to drop a banger on y'all boys, all right? Yeah, I think I know who's coming. <laughs> I think I know who's coming, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, <kinda> so <laughs> yep. people have been saying the Saints are, are a team. Uh, the Saints <laughs> are a team without, without a lot of weaknesses, right? So if that's, if that's the case, then why not go building for the future? So with the 24th pick in the TSF and ESB NFL draft, I got the New Orleans Saints picking Jordan Love. Love it. Love, love, love. Bye, bye. <laughs> From Utah State. Um, like I said before, there's a team who does not have a lot of weaknesses on their squad. And without any, like, surefire prospect at this point, I feel like they could, they could take a, a chance on Jordan Love as their, franchise, as their future franchise quarterback. Um, it has been compared to Patrick Mahomes throughout this draft process, which is why he's, he's risen up draft boards so much. Um, I feel he has a great mentor in Drew Brees. And who better – so who better to learn from? So I feel like he's a great pick for New Orleans if they could get him here, um, especially if, if there's no surefire prospect like I said before. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, like, I absolutely love this pick. I'm huge on Jordan Love. I'm a big Jordan Love fan, man. Like, I, I really believe in this guy. And I think New Orleans would be, like, the perfect situation. Just, like, Mahomes uh, waiting a year, like, behind Alex Smith and learning from him. Imagine, yeah, like, a guy like Jordan Love <laughs> waiting behind Drew Brees and learning, like, learning literally every day from him and practice and games. Like, 
how to prepare. Like, I think this would be amazing for both sides. Like, yeah, I'm super high on Jordan, though. So I love yeah, this pick, and I can see it for sure. Yeah, I, I love the Jordan Love pick. And obviously for the Saints, that would be a huge win-win scenario. I mean, even though they have Taysom Hill there, um, I know a lot of the media doesn't think Taysom Hill could be like a future quarterback for them. But obviously Jordan Love can. And the thing is, like, even Jordan Love could be go top 10. For so, real. Yeah. If the Saints yeah, really get honestly. him that late in the draft, that would be a great pick for them. And that would be a huge building piece for them in the future. And even like late in the first, like Mahomes too, like that'll be pretty cool. It'd be perfect. And the thing is, Mahomes learned from Alex Smith. Imagine what Jordan Love is uh, gonna learn from Drew Brees. Yeah, that'd be scary. That'd be really, <laughs> yeah, that could really set him up for the future. For Feel the love, future. baby. Yeah, love, 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 love. Right. So I'm up at 25, right? Yeah, yes, Vikings back right. on the clock. So now <laughs> I'm back. So obvious. So like always for me, the plan with the Vikings was to take a wide receiver and a cornerback. So um obviously it's the corner last time I'm gonna take wide receiver. Yeah, and I, I think agree. they're gonna take um Brandon Ayuk. Um, he's a wide receiver. Nice. He's from um Arizona State. Yeah. And dude, the guy's nasty. He put up a thousand one hundred ninety-two yards last year, eight touchdowns. Wow. I think the guy could do a pretty good job of replacing Stephon Diggs. Obviously, he probably has to learn a little bit, but pairing him up with Adam Thielen, I'm sure he'd get his like. He pretty much he'll learn pretty quickly. I think so. What do you guys think? Yeah, I really like this pick, and I agree with you. Like, like with both Vikings picks, he went uh, corner and receiver. Uh, like, I, that's literally what I think they're going to do. Yeah, and Ayuk's a guy, like, yeah, he's risen up a lot of draft boards lately. And, uh, yeah, he seems like a really, like, impressive um, prospect. He went under the radar for a while, and now he's finally, like, going up draft boards. And I think teams are, like, recognizing the talent he has and the potential he has. And, yeah, like you said, the numbers he put up at Arizona State are, like, wild. And uh, yeah. he's obviously a huge playmaker. And, no, yeah, and I think, yeah, and to learn from a vet, too, like Adam Thielen would be nice. So, yeah, I like, I like the pick, and I, I can see it happening. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I love the pick here as well. I think he's really – he could be really good with Adam Thielen, um, especially after, after losing Stephon Diggs or after trading him away, rather. Um, Ayuk is a great player. He, he, he's actually – he's a returner as well. So, I guess him another element. He's versatile. <laughs> really like it out here, and yeah. and they've said he's a great uh, after the catch guy. So I, I feel like that gives him a lot of a lot of creativity and playmaking ability for Kirk Cousins and and, and especially with Adam Thielen going forward. So I like the pick. Yeah. So like I I mean the thing is the Vikings don't really have a lot of holes, and I think kind of all the holes that they kind of like <laughs> were the positions they kind of got rid of this offseason, and I really think they're gonna like be like assertive and uh, set, uh, address those holes during this draft. Yeah. All right, Rob, you're up next. Yes, sir. All right. All right, so now, yeah, the Finns are back on the clock for the third time. All right, with the 26th pick in the TSF and EBS 2020 first-round mock draft, the Miami Dolphins. All right, select Isaiah Wilson, Georgia. The reason I'm picking Isaiah Wilson here because I, I, I've I read, like, from a lot of reporters that there's high interest in both Andrew Thomas, who we picked at 18th here, and Isaiah Wilson. And I think to put Andrew Thomas as your future left tackle and Isaiah Wilson as your future right tackle would be incredible. Obviously, to protect your franchise quarterback in Tua. Uh, um, so, yeah, and I think it's, like, a, a, there's a real possibility that we, that we end up picking, like, two offensive linemen here in the first round. And, yeah, this would be, like, a, a dream come true for me. You got Tua, Andrew Thomas, Isaiah Wilson. Uh, what do you guys think? 
Uh, I like the pick. Honestly, like, um, I know we talk a lot about the Dolphins drafting a running back, but I think the running backs will be plentiful in the second round. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, in the first round, I think they could go offensive lineman, offensive lineman. Um, They also could go offensive lineman safety, but Isaiah Wilson would be a great pick here because that's one of the biggest needs that we have on this team. The offensive line is pretty terrible last year. So especially if we're drafting Tua, we really need to address that. What do you think, Brandon? O-line, O-line, O-line. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely like the pick because I feel like, well, the O-line needs work. And, and drafting Tua, um, we, yeah, we definitely need to go building that O-line for the future. So as much depth as possible, like that, that's just better and better. So I like the pick here. Dude, this is a really big guy too. 6'6", 350. Man. Monster, bro. <laughs> Don't sleep on yeah. him. Like he, He's not like ranked as like a, a, a guy to go in the top 10. For, like there's a, other offensive linemen like ranked ahead of him. But man. I think he's as good as any offensive tackle in this draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, for sure. And, and I like it too because, like you, like you said, in, the, in this like mock draft, we have Andrew Thomas and Isaiah Wilson, both Georgia guys. So some teammates reuniting. For they have that chemistry. They have like a, they probably have like a, a nice friendship. So I think that bring them both that Georgia Bulldog tandem to Miami would be nice to protect their guy and Tua. Yeah, Bulldog, baby. Taylor. <laughs> oh, Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So I got the 27th pick here, the Seattle Seahawks. So, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So with this pick, the with the 27th overall pick in this TSF EBS NFL draft, I have the Seattle Seahawks selecting AJ Epenesa, uh, edge rusher from Iowa. Um, I feel like well, this is a position of need for Seattle. They says they need some help, like on the edge, especially. If they don't re-sign Jadavian Clowney, who they acquired last year, um, Epinesa's a beast. This guy is 6'6", 280, coming off the edge. Got 11 and a half sacks last year, 10 and a half the year before. Four, false, four forced fumbles. Try saying that three times in a row. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the last two seasons, um, each season. So this guy's a beast. I, I, I think it's great for Seattle. They, they like physical guys on their defense. So what do you guys think? I think that'd be a really good pick for them, especially like you mentioned. Like if they don't re-sign Jadavian Clowney, they're really gonna need help on the defensive line. So I think addressing that with AJ is uh, Epenza, Epenza. Sorry, yeah. like, butchering his name, but like, yeah, dude, that'd be a really good pick for them. What do you think, Robert? No, yeah, I, like I, I really love this pick. Um, yeah, you have a lengthy DN here. Yeah, Seattle, obviously. Yeah, like you said, if Clowney leaves, they could get a guy like Epenza to replace him. And I, I actually like, like with the Patriots pick. I was, I almost picked him. Like I I did I ended up picking Caesar Ruiz, but yeah, um yeah I'm a fan of Epinesa. He's got he might drop he might I don't know drop down because he I think he like recently failed. Uh, he had like a diluted sample at the combine I think. Mm. But yeah, I yeah he he did but but I, I could absolutely like see him. I I literally see him going to New England or Seattle. So I think it's a a great pick and I I think it could happen. I think definitely the position is right because I just searched up and Ezekiel Ansah isn't going back to the Seahawks either. Yeah. So, like, literally the defensive line is, like, completely, like, obliterated. And their defense wasn't great last year, and that was a big reason why they didn't win in the playoffs. And, obviously, they need to address their running game too. So, we'll see. But I do think they're going to be end up taking a defensive lineman in there. Yes, sir. All right, next we got the E, Lamar Jackson yeah. and those boys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, with a 28th pick, you know, big trust, dude, in the Ravens. Take <laughs> Kenneth Murray. Like we talked Oof. about before, the, the Ravens are one of those teams like the Saints that they don't really have a lot of holes, honestly. Um, the thing is, they do need a wide receiver. 
but I think we've taken pretty much like all the like the big the big name ones at least. And I think they they could kind of wait into the second round to pick one. So I think they're gonna address the defense here because obviously um they made a defensive move by trading for Kalias Campbell. So obviously they're looking out for that. And I think taking Kenneth Murray here would be a really good pick. The guy is obviously really talented. Um, the Raiders were really interested in Kenneth Murray, but um since he had that injury, they're not. So if he slips down to the Raiders to the Ravens at eight at twenty eight, it'd be a really good pick for them. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Like I actually like the, the top two teams I had like uh. Kenneth Murray going to is uh, the Saints and the Ravens. So I think um, it would be great for the Ravens and Kenneth Murray. He was a leader of that. Obviously, like the Oklahoma defense doesn't really stand out because they're not overall, they're not like an amazing unit. But, but he, like, he was the best player on that Oklahoma defense for a couple of years. He was the leader of that defense. So, yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good pick here for the Ravens and another, another young linebacker in Baltimore. Yeah, I like I like the pick as well. He's a solid player. Um, and, yeah, like you said, the Ravens have a lot of holes, but um, linebacker is definitely one of those positions that could, they could just get deeper at. So, I feel adding a guy like Kenneth Murray, who I, I personally was about to pick him pretty soon or even have that's a great value pick for them. So, I like it. Yeah, definitely. And like I mentioned before, like they don't really have a lot of holes. So, just adding um, just some depth could really be beneficial to them. Right. All right, Rob. All right, Rob. Tennessee, right. Tennessee, baby, Nashville. Yeah, my boys in Nashville. I love it. All right. So with the 29th pick in the TSF and EBS 2020 first-round mock draft, the Tennessee uh, Titans select cornerback Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama. All right. So the reason I, I have Diggs going to Tennessee is because obviously they, they right now they haven't re-signed um, one of their leaders um, at the cor- cornerback position in Logan Ryan. And I feel with the length of Trayvon Diggs, that that's really going to intrigue um, Mike Vrabel to add, like, to add to that young defense. So, yeah, I, I really could see uh, Diggs going to Tennessee. I think it'll be a perfect fit for him and for, for the Titans. I added, like, a lengthy, uh, another young, like, corner. They also have a Dork Jackson, who's a great young corner there, too. So, yeah, I love the fit. I'm a huge fan of Diggs. And, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's a really good pick. Diggs is obviously really talented, and obviously his brother's in the NFL, so you know that kind of if it kind of has to run in the family to a certain point. Yeah. But <laughs> if the Titans do have a, a need to address, it is definitely at a corner. You know they have a really good like secondary. That's the only place they really could improve because they're overall they're a really good team. Yeah, I like the pick as well. I like what Rob said. You know, with Logan Ryan not resigning yet, I feel it's a great pick for them. Um, a, a great young player to develop. So I just feel like solid all around. I like it. Uh, we got the, the cheese heads now. Yeah. Wisco, Wisco. <laughs> so, I got the 30th pick, the Green Bay Packers. So, the 30th pick in the TSF and EBS NFL draft, I got the Green Bay Packers selecting Josh Jones, offensive tackle from Houston. Um, I could have gone a couple of ways here, but I just feel like Josh Jones, he was a great value pick at this point, um, going late in the first round. And I feel like uh, Green Bay could use him because they need to keep protecting Aaron Rodgers going forward. He's getting up there in age, and you need to protect your guy going forward. And I feel um, they, they also lost Brian Bulaga this offseason, so I feel like there's a potential replacement for him. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I really I really like the pick here of Josh Jones at number 30. Like, I'll be surprised if he ends up here, but obviously, like, I, I think the class is deep enough at offensive tackle that he could wind up in Green Bay. 
And I think it's a smart decision, like you said, to, to add a young guy like this to develop, to protect Aaron Rodgers for, for the couple of years that he has left. And, yeah, and I, I like Jack, Josh Jones. Like, I like him overall. So, yeah, I think it's a good pick, and I, I think it could happen. I, don't, I think it, it might be a steal if this happens to Green Bay. Yeah, it definitely could be. And, like, if any team knows how to, um, um, what is it, develop your offensive lineman, it's Green Bay. So, even if he comes in with some problems, you know that they can sharpen it out. And just protecting Aaron Rodgers, he, put in, he, he himself put it best. He's in the 18th hole of his career, kind of towards the end. And he's kind of not able to, like, be himself anymore. So just being able to protect him would be able to like put him in his best situation and kind of make place for the team. So that'd be really important for them. Yes, sir. So two more picks here to go. Alex, 31st. Who you got? Right. You're a Niners again, bro. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I got lucky and I got to pick for the 49ers twice. <laughs> and like I said before that, I didn't think that they're going to address um, defensive line with a 13th pick. So with the 31st pick, I have them taking Ross Blacklock. He's um, a defensive lineman from TCU. This guy kind of goes a little bit under the radar. I'm not going to lie. I hadn't really heard of him. But um, his, his freshman year, he had a really solid year. And then he actually tore his Achilles in, the, in his sophomore year. But apparently after that season, he came back like a lot leaner and a lot faster. And then he had like a stellar junior year. And he put up 40 tackles, 15 assisted tackles, 3.5 um, sacks. And if really like you're thinking about um, like fast defensive lineman, you can kind of think like an Aaron Donald type of guy. I'm not saying he's a B Aaron Donald, but like, he has enough help on the 49ers to kind of reach him, like, kind of make an impact in his rookie year. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, they make this pick. What do you guys think? Hey, go, you, you go ahead, Brent. Okay. Yeah, I like the pick here for, for San Fran. They lost DeForest Buckner after they traded him. So I feel like adding another young guy to their, their D-line is going to be pretty incredible if they develop him right. Uh, yeah, like you also said, he tore his Achilles. But he did bounce back a bit last year, so hopefully he's recovering from that. And I feel like he has great potential, so I like the pick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like this pick too. Yeah, I'm, I've, I kind of like found out about Blacklock like, like three or four weeks ago. Um, yeah, he's a guy I've noticed he's like risen up some, some teams like draft boards. Uh, I think it'll be a, a perfect fit in San Fran. Like, yeah, like obviously, like, yeah, they want to fill a hole. This will be a, a nice guy to add to that, that young D line. Um, yeah, and I think Blacklock, yeah, like you said, like, he might be a little underrated just because of guys like, like uh, Derek Brown and uh, Javon Kinlaw. But, yeah, I think this would be a nice pick for Blacklock and, and for the Niners, and I can see it happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Brendan, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say real quick, what I like, too, is, like, on NFL.com, they, 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 what they mentioned about Blacklock is, like, he's a defensive tackle, but he has rush instincts of a defensive end. So it shows that he's really quick, you know, coming off the line. Oh, yeah. yeah Versatility. Um, definitely. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys remember, but last week I mentioned this guy named Martin Davidson. I definitely think the pick is going to be between, gonna be between Blacklock and him for the first round pick. It's the end of the first round, and I think these guys could be like pretty good starters, if not rotation players on that, that defensive line. Always keeping a fresh face is really important, so they could be really good depth. depth. For sure. I agree. All right, so with the final pick, the 32nd pick in the 2020 TSF and EBS first round mock draft, this might, I think it's going to be a, a surprise to both of you. The Kansas City Chiefs select Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back LSU. So, okay. I, I think this is a sleeper pick. And a, a guy like Hilaire, he's, he's been rising up a lot of draft boards. Um, I think, like, a lot of people have DeAndre Swift as a first overall, I mean, like, the, the number one running back. But I think Hilaire, like, is 
as good as Swift, and he has like, the same tools. He's great, not only in the run game, but in the pass game. And I feel with like that explosive offense they have in Kansas City, to add another weapon like like Hilaire would like, wow, that'd be like super impressive. And to pair him up with Damian Williams, like I think that'd be great for Kansas City. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it could definitely work out, especially since like he played last year with Joe Burrow. Um, going in and playing with Mahomes probably wouldn't be too different because Joe Burrow last year was like magnificent, magnificent during the year. So being in an explosive offense where they're mostly passing the ball would be like like playing like another day in LSU. Could be like <laughs> they could probably transfer to the NFL. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, like you said, I like the pick. I um I know I also know like what Robert said. You know DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor are probably the top two running backs in this draft. But I like I like the you know the 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 comparison you guys are making. You know from Joe Burrow to Patrick Mahomes. Um, he did rush for a thousand four hundred yards last year with sixteen touchdowns. And he still caught 55 receptions with 453 yards. So yeah. you see the versatility there, and I, I can see why it would work in Kansas City. So I like it. Yeah, definitely. That'd yes, be sir. awesome. All right, guys. I think um, we just completed our first mock draft. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> you, guys, you guys liked it? I, I had a great time. Yeah, yep. dude, it was great. It's always, it's always fun filming with you guys. For, For sure. sure. For I had sure. a lot of fun, and we should definitely do this every single year. Bro, we got to keep For it going. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, for, for hearing, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun recording it, and it's always fun collaborating, collabing with Alex Taboa. So it's, it's, it's definitely great. So thank you, guys. It's always a great time collabing with you guys, too. Um, I guess that's all we have for you guys today. Um, just keep it posted. Peace yes, out, guys. Sir. E. Yeah, Peace thank, out, y'all. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, EBS, TSF Talk, Mog Draft. Let's go. It's your boy, Rob. It's your boy, Blee. And it's your boy, Alex. Yes, sir. Peace out, y'all. Much love. Stay safe out here during Corona. And always fins up. <laughs>